I'm Alessa. I'm Shania. We're sisters, entrepreneurs, industry disruptors, and co-owners of Oz & Co. Here to share our wins and failures in business and life. Thank you for tuning into Oz, Oz Unscripted. What did you just say? The first well, time. I don't know if I like that word. Why? It's funny. Okay. It's going to be a juicy <laughs> one. All the secrets. Uh, dun, 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 dun. I know. Okay. Of what keeps their faces... Well, not just ours. So at AE, <laughs> we're going to be offering Botox, mm-hmm. filler, right, aesthetics. And so we want to talk about our belief. IV hydration. IV <laughs> hydration. You know, and um, kind of like our philosophy and our beliefs, because I think um, a lot of people are still in that old mindset of, oh, Botox filler. It's like the bubble lips. It's people look different we know like you people, look like a fish yeah like people fish. yeah go a little overboard but that's okay if that's your thing can i start out with like what the history has been i think in though in the cosmetics world aesthetic world sure yeah i think that when botox first came out it was around 2000 i want to say and it was a lot of units and like single areas mm-hmm. of your face which obviously if you stop one muscle from working the rest of it's going to look kind of goofy. And so we were all kind of used to like this not natural look, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe a frozen look. And as things have progressed, I think the definition of beauty of, um, and I guess treatment, develop, discovering different ways and dosages and techniques. Um, you know, we've discovered that if we do this Botox sprinkle over multiple parts of your face. You're going to still look like yourself um, and you're just going to prevent your face from doing all the squats. And just like if you did a bunch of squats, your booty would grow, your muscles would grow in your legs. The same thing happens on our face. So And gravity. And gravity, yeah. So Botox doesn't necessarily keep everything from falling down, but it's going to prevent those muscles from engaging fully. You'll still be able to But do you think that when it first came out, people just like weren't educated yet on like you know if there's a certain like place or muscle in the face that you inject uh, in it will lift this I think there was yeah. you know it was new I think some of this stuff is being discovered kind of by accident to be honest mm-hmm. you know as, and as we're experimenting with the dosages like right now um this idea or treatment of Botox in delivered directly to just the epidermis or the skin. Mm -hmm. So not just the muscle. We're finding out that that has some positive effects as well. But I do think over time, the West Coast developed this look that's more Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody kind of looks like their cousins, you know, Uh, (laughs) versus East Coast. eh, I think, you know, people People are a little bit more accepting of themselves. Yes. Yes. But let's try to maintain what I have. Um, and maybe become slightly more refined version of ourselves and mm-hmm. not somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, and then obviously the introduction of fillers has come on mm-hmm. the market. And again, it's like what I noticed like younger people here, at least in our area, it's like these big lips. And then I'm like, I wonder, I'm like, what's going to happen long term? Yeah. The side effects that I see of that as a dentist, it's like I go to inject numbing agents for you know, to do dentistry and there's like no blood flow. Like these women, poor women, they swell. Like sometimes we've had to use, um, even steroids to Mm -hmm. get the swelling to go down. So I'm thinking, okay, long-term, if you don't have a lot of blood flow to tissue, what's going to happen? 
Yeah. So I think it's finding that balance and finding what is it that you're looking for. So is it just the one area or maybe if you can tweak a couple of areas and multiple yeah. things at a time, what So like what our belief do? is like enhancing somebody's beauty and just preventative too. So like our let's go back to back back way mm-hmm. back when I was Botox was introduced <laughs> to us. So I'm like I don't want to say I'm the test dummy, but like I'm always trying to look for like, how do I stay looking like I am? I don't want to look different, but like I want to stay young. I mean, who doesn't if we all want to be honest? So I like went and at that time, I think dentists could started being able to do Botox and I was telling Aliasa, like, you should do it. And she was like, no, I can't believe you're getting this. I was so judgy. She was so, she was like, you are putting rat poison (laughs) in your forehead. And I have a high forehead. So, like, I think I started getting wrinkles in my forehead early 30s. I'm 37 Mm -hmm. now. Am I 37? I forget. Yes, Yes, 37. Um, Maybe it was even my late 20s because I feel like, yeah. Anyways. So I like was like, you, you need to do that. You need to, you know, mm-hmm. do Botox. And she finally, I think, well, you're I went, like a bookworm. You have to. I saw, I heard it. Research. it research. You said it. I was judgy. No way. I went to a course, a series of courses um, where it was kind of like TED Talks, mini talks. And this dentist goes on stage and they're like, oh, you can use. You know, do you have a patient that clenches and grinds and you have them in the night guard and they're still breaking crowns and, um, well, you can use Botox in the masseters and I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Like that hit a chord with me. Mm-hmm. Cause I think like at that time, I'm like, well, if it's just aesthetically, like that is like so vain and, uh, but if there's a therapeutic purpose for it maybe and then the whole team was there it was in vegas and our um all the the girls from the office were like well doc if you did this so got back to oregon signed up for a course i think i took the second course ever offered in oregon for dentists so it, i was like one of the there might have been like 10 other docs that got certified before me but i feel like i was one of the first ones to really go out there and mm-hmm. start delivering it and so on me, I was also yes, her first veneer um, case. I'm her first. Ever. Huh? Oh yeah. And second. <laughs> okay. Soon to be third. You are kind of my test dummy. Okay. You? If I do them again, it's going to be forever. My yes. forever teeth. And it's going to be the DS. Okay. Way. Let's go back okay, to go the back vein to thing. Okay. Well, yes, but back to the vein thing. Like mm-hmm. I just, it's, it's so annoying to me when people are like, oh, they're, they're into doing their makeup every day or their hair or whatever it is. We do live in Portland, which Portland is more of a like natural city. So like, <laughs> I think there people are judgy of makeup and dressing We're also up. Slavic and the Russians. The I think Europeans, Europeans are like more like this is how we're raised. We grew up like you didn't have money. And even when I went back there in undergrad, a pair of boots would cost the same amount as they would here, like $100, yeah. $200. And, you know, like you think of like Nordstrom type. 
And I'm like, how are these people affording it? Because they make maybe $300 a month. But we were taught that like, okay, you have a couple of really nice things. You wear them out. You come home and you take them off. And you wear your house slippers and house dress. And you keep things nice. So I think like that, I think our culture where where we come from. So I think it's like when people say like, oh, people want it. They're so vain. Like at the end of the day, who doesn't want to look good? Like I don't think anybody wakes up and is like, I want to look like crap today. That is my, like, I don't know. I am one that, like, if it, whatever you do, if it makes you feel good, doesn't hurt anybody, mm-hmm. like, good for yeah. you. So back to Botox. So yeah, we yeah. got into it. We're yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Um, since then, I've really gotten, like, into, um, like, treatment of pain. I mean, you can mm-hmm. inject it in your neck and your traps and your, like, it works. Well, even just for the face. So like I had obviously already been doing it before you started doing it on me. Mm -hmm. She's like the only, well, there's like one other person I trust. Um, but you've been doing my Botox. And Mm -hmm. so the places I went to before they like put so many units in my face where I could see why people start to look different. And I think you do it so minimal like where's like the best bang for your buck kind of thing um and that's kind of where it developed like you and I are so aligned on using this medicine or would you call it medicine yeah to just enhance the way you look so filler let's talk about Mm -hmm. filler yeah so then we got into filler and I think for me it wasn't that I think this is where I wrestle with myself internally um, with that treatment because I don't, I don't know. Like I have, I feel guilty making someone look like someone they're not. So, and again, this is maybe like my own judgment ways and I need to get over that. Yeah. But why I started to deliver filler on the lower face, especially the lips, because I work with the smile. Mm-hmm. So they're the frame. They're the, you know, the balance, like how much to structure your show. Like I can't not, if you're a dentist, I think you have an ethical responsibility to understand what's happening with the lower face. Yeah. And our training, I mean, in dental school, we had a whole semester of oral and head, uh, head and neck anatomy dissection. You know, medical schools had two weeks or something mm-hmm. like that. And so we are trained to know where the veins, the arteries, the mm-hmm. nerves are. I mean, you know, we inject every day. I mean, thousands and thousands of times I've done that. And so I think getting into that filler space, it was more like corrective work. So somebody that had a deformity or an injury or maybe a balance issue. So, I mean, I've, yeah, I say yes. I've done your lips. So, well, okay. Yes. So we'll <laughs> talk about my lips. Mm-hmm. Gravity again. I always have this like one side of my lips that like gets smaller. So, Aliasa does do my lips and to be honest most people don't even know I have filler in my lips because Mm -hmm. it just they're like oh you have really nice lips but like it's because they're even and Mm -hmm. I think like as we age again for me personally I want when people look at me and maybe look at a really like a younger picture of me I want them to be like oh you haven't really changed I don't want them to say like oh she looks so different so, you know, because your brows these... look really different. Okay. Yes. My... We all our yes. brows. Um, so, so yeah, that's... but that idea, like, I think, um, because a lot of providers in our area do a lot of like really drastic changes. Um, I think that's the, the, the 
the misconception and misunderstanding first a lot of people that are interested in this type of treatment but they haven't gone down that road because it's so drastic and they're like mm-hmm. i don't want to look like that yeah but i think we it's a completely like untapped market of men and women that have some you know insecurities and it could be just minor little things here or there that help maintain and maybe correct like correct some mm-hmm. things that are you know you have a facial paralysis or um, like that's my favorite to treat is when somebody has a little Bell's palsy and, you know, maybe you don't even know that somebody is correcting. I mean, Alex, our office manager is like, like huge example of somebody that her whole life she's had to train herself to smile. Like if I smile normal, she will on purpose pull a muscle mm-hmm. to make him even. And, um, you know, to use a little Botox in one area, that way that, you know, human doesn't have to like mentally think about yeah. how they're moving their face. We just want to make people feel confident forever. We want a- more, the, more, we want to be the East coast on the West coast. Yeah. We want to be yeah. the one, people that like, I don't, I've gone into places where they're like, you need to do this, 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 and this, and didn't take the time to ask like what I actually want. Mm-hmm. And for a woman, especially you walk out being like, oh my gosh, I need to change all these things about myself. And you know where I got my chin complex. Hmm. This is an insecurity of our family. Oh yeah. That like we have Russian. We, no, we are class two, which means nobody our, knows our, what that is. Okay. So Explain our lower jaw <laughs> is too far back. So it's like these little like chins and like from the side, we don't have great profiles. We don't have Kim K profiles. No, but, and this is the thing. So, So, but when I was young in my twenties, I went through orthodontics by then it was a little bit too late to like influence the jaw growth that happens when you're a kid. So early intervention, you know, go see your orthodontist when your kid's like seven, eight, really? You can do that. Yeah. When you're young, but then I didn't get that. Dang it. I know. So, um, but I was told I needed a chin implant. And I didn't ask You that. told me I need one. Because I was told that and I was a jerk and That's I'm sorry. rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is the thing. Like, it's like we want to create this new trend where mm-hmm. we're not just trying to like sell a whole bunch of filler or Botox yeah. or aesthetics. It's we want people to come in and ask them, like, what do you love about yourself? Like, let's enhance that. So I'm Which really excited. Like they I need feel to like check out our AE update video mm-hmm. <laughs> of the space. Um, one of the things that I'm so excited about is we call it the DSCQ, but we probably should call it something else. The Confident Forever Room. Uh, mm. It's a, uh, a space where the CF be able to take box. Like, the what? <laughs> the CF box. CF box. I don't know. It sounds kind of. Uh, no, it's a place that. You know, take photography and videos. Um, usually, I know with our process so far, with any clients or patients that I've had, the first time they're like, kind of awkward. You don't want to be on the screen. Nobody wants that. Um, but then when they go through their, trans- not a transformation, but refinement process, um, and they become, you know, they they achieve what maybe, they fi- we figure out what they want, mm-hmm. and then we achieve that. And then we go back like the after series, that's what's always really fun because yeah. the personality comes out. They're like, oh, you want to be, you want me to be in front of the camera? There's like hair flipping and really fun. Just, yeah. you know, people are comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. So I'm so excited because I feel like that's 
kind of what like brought us together to go into business together yeah. is like beauty and making people feel beautiful just in their own skin. I'm so excited. I mean, we're still working on it. You have insecurities still? Okay, first of all, I feel like the true meaning of confidence is <laughs> when you can be confident to know what your insecurities are. Oh, okay. That's why, like, uh, I feel sense. like because every single human has insecurities. But if you're like, yeah, I'm insecure about that and I can admit that, that is true confidence. Like being on this podcast or video or making these videos, like, are you always confident with your No. <laughs> I'm like literally sitting up straight. I'm like a hunchback. I know. I'm I, like doing this with my leg. I realize if I wear a dress, I like this better angle. I actually just got <laughs> this thing from Amazon that you put on and you wear 20 minutes a day. It's That's a, supposed to help your posture. posture. <laughs> And I texted to like one of my really good friends and he was like, oh yeah, I'm on my second one. So then I like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not the only one that's, I got these, um, I don't think I've shown you. They're like these gel pads. So like, you know, when we get older, like we, right between our boobs, we get like the wrinkles. <laughs> so you wear it at night and it's like this jelly thing that you put on. And she is it, the guinea pig of everything. Guys. Like I just am. Yes. <laughs> I want to wish be, I have an episode of all what? the random things you bought. I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to be an inventor of, you know, Something. preventing aging one day. So, but <laughs> yes, I like wear, and Brandon's always like, what, like, what do you have on? What is that? But it does help. It's and literally it's these little jelly you, pads. When you sleep yeah. and your boobs like go sideways. Yeah. You it, get wrinkles. It, like wrinkles the skin. Yeah. Mm. She gets some Botox right there, but anyway. I don't, I wonder. We, should we try it out? We should. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Till next time. Till more next to come. time. Okay. That was a good one. I feel like that one was a good one. Yeah.